This program is a proud member of Univaz. Unified, unique, voices. Learn more at univazpods.net. Hello, my name's Patrick, and I'm a Scream Queen. I'm a Scream Queen, and so are you! Hello again, my beautiful Screamers, and welcome to another episode of Scream Queens, the podcast where horror gets gay. This is episode 266, I believe, and tonight we're going to have a nice, chill, informal kind of episode because the craziness of the countdown to Halloween Potathon is about to begin. I've had a bit of a rough spot. I'm not in the best of places, tech-wise, health-wise, mental-wise. So this will be a nice little palate cleanser before everything goes completely bananas in a couple of weeks. So before we go any further, please allow me to introduce myself. My name is Patrick Walsh. Hi. Hey. What's up, baby? Every month, twice a month, I am your guide to the weird and wonderful world of horror movies. But there's a caveat. You're going to have to see them through my very, 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 very gay little eyes. But you guys know that already, right? Of course you do. I've been doing this long enough. So what's been going on in Scream Queen's headquarters? Well, I like I said last time, we have a lot to catch up on. I didn't have time to catch up last time. Uh, stuff that happened over the summer. Uh, well, a lot of good stuff, a lot of bad stuff. Interesting stuff. I got to go to Podcast Movement in Orlando, which is this podcasting convention. And I thank everybody at... Uh, cut the bullshit podcasting for the opportunity to go. I won this whole package with all this kind of podcasting lessons and stuff, which included tickets to go to this, to attend this uh, big event. And it was cool. It was cool to mix and mingle and meet some of the people that are putting out these, these, these products that I really do endorse and really enjoy and other stuff. But for the most part, hmm. There's a lot of people huckster in. Like I go, I go to these actor conventions as well. It reminded me of that. It was like a lot of people that just seem to be out to make a lot of money off of people that think they're going to make a million dollars podcasting, which maybe you will, but you probably won't. But oh boy, we're all ready to take your money. Like I, Looking at these products going, okay, you want to charge me, what, $700 yeah, annually for services I could do for free that you don't want me to know about? Hmm, No. But thanks. There was a lot of that. So it was kind of sleazy. It was kind of scummy. It was not really my scene. But while I was there, I'm like, okay, what can I do that's creepy while I'm here? There must be something creepy to do while I'm here. I mean, I don't have time to go to Disney. I don't have time to go to Universal. I don't have the money. I just, all this, I'm just, this, this whole trip bankrupted me. But I said, huh, there's a haunted attraction that's one of the top rated in the country. It's not too far away. And it's in my price range. Here I come. And the attraction that I went to was a little spooky spot called Mortem Manor. Bum, bum, bum. Now, the thing that put my hackles up a little bit when I was reading about it, I said, huh, so this place is mostly animatronic scares? (laughs) That sounds lame. Now, there's a couple of live actors, but for the most part, it's animatronics. I said, blah, I've seen all the animatronics. This ought to be stupid. Nuh-uh. This place is a hoot. I had a great time. Granted, I was going through by myself because it was the middle of the day and it's not tourist season yet. 
and I loved it. I mean, the design of the place is great. There's a nice story to it. You know, the 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 people collected scary things and all this. I don't even remember what the story was, but anyway, there's, there's some little girl that's haunting the place, and you gotta escape her, and it's it's a whole thing. And whole the the animatronics were not things that I've seen a million times before. They were very cleverly selected and very up to date and very cutting edge. And Every time I walked into a room, I, this is me. This is what I do because I used to design these things. I go and I start assessing the room. I'm like, where's the scare coming from? Where's it coming from? Where's it coming from? There's, there's 10 things in here that could be animatronic or possibly live. I can't tell which is which. And it was very well done. I laughed. I screamed. I cried. I peed myself a little bit. I had a fantastic time. And one of the best effects, because I was talking to the guys afterwards, and I'm sorry, I lost your guys' names because I'm awful. I wouldn't leave you alone after my visit was over, but my goodness, now I forgot your names. But anyway, these guys were great who designed the place. And one of the most effective things in there was one of the most simple. It was this narrow hallway that you had to walk through that was filled with fog. Cutting through the fog just below waist height was this laser beam. And it had this effect like in the movie Alien. In that, as you're walking through the hallway, like when you're looking down, you're like, okay, I get this. Uh Uh-huh, it's just like a laser beam. It looks like alien. But as you start walking through it, you realize that when the deeper you get in, you can't see down at all. Like the laser beam is cutting off everything below your waist. So anything could be below you. Anything could be happening under there. And it was terrifying. And I loved it. And I'm like, I can hear somebody rattling around. I can hear a live actor lurking around waiting to scare me. And I don't know where you are. And it was great. I loved it. I had a great time at More to Matter. And it's completely reasonably priced. Go check it out if you're in the Orlando area. You take a break from Disney. It's a half an hour of your time. And you love it. And the guys are great there. Say hi. Tell them I sent you. Maybe they'll remember me. I left my card. I left everything. And I'm going to send them a copy of this episode. So yeah, More to Matter. Thumbs up from Scream Queens. Oh, yeah. Now, the rest of the summer was not so great. As you know, I spent the two months that I was supposed to be on hiatus thinking I'm going to record all the sessions for the Halloween Potathon in advance. And for the most part, that worked, but life kicked in. Like, I had some major, major health problems. I had to switch HIV medicines, and that was a huge blow to my system, like mentally and physically. And it did a lot to my psyche, and I got depressed over it. I got sick over it, and things did not go as planned. And... It was really dark for a while there. And at a certain point, I realized I'm just going to have to cut a lot of these people out. Like, if I haven't gotten you recorded by now, you're going to have to go. And you know, some people backed out. And I think the word got out that Patrick was getting a little shaky. And lots of other people backed out. And I don't blame anybody who left. I was a little concerned about myself as well. But here we are. So I decided it's going to be what it is. Instead of 21 episodes, I'm just going to do 15. This is what I have in the can. They're all rest, uh, uh, edited and ready to go. And that's just the way it is. And we were gonna, we're going to do fabulous anyway. We're going to run tons of money for new alternatives and help some kids get off the street, some queer kids get off the street. And it will be good. It will be good. I'm still kind of in this weird space. Um, like I don't feel like I'm in production again. I know the last episode I had trouble getting everything uploaded and working properly. And it's just, it just feels shaky and I'm not confident in what I'm doing and blah, 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 blah. This is where I am right now. I'm just letting you know. I'm just letting you know. I'm in a shaky spot. I had the opportunity to do a live show in November that I think I'm going to have to let go just because I don't think I'm up to it mentally or physically at this point. I just, it's just going to be too much. I'm just going to do the potathon. And see how I feel after that, because I kind of feel like I'm teetering on a breakdown. 
And so something's going to have to give. And I, I, I would love to push myself further, but I just don't have it right now. So this is why we're having a nice kind of mild episode. But I do want to talk about some movies that I've seen that I think are fucking fantastic that you need to check out. So if you don't have Shudder, you need to get Shudder right now because they are doing some fantastic stuff over there. There's some exclusive stuff over there that is going to blow your mind. However, most of it is foreign language stuff, so there's no point in me playing the trailers for them because, you know, unless you speak the language, which you might, I, but, you know, most of you don't. Never mind. You know what I mean. But the first one I want to talk about is a French film called Knife Plus Heart, which not only is a horror movie, it is a super, super queer horror movie. It's almost a Giallo-type horror movie set in 1979. It's following the cast and crew of this gay porn production company who are one by one being stalked and murdered by this figure in black who is basically fucking the cast members to death in really graphic and grisly ways. This is not for everybody. It's super stylistic. It's super French. But it went places that if you can let go of your, you know, American ideals when it comes to movie making and just like let it take you where it wants to take you you go to some really really beautiful and horrific places and it's not the prettiest depiction of gay life or queer life but that's okay because it's accurate and like i always like i said with the village people it's like you know i want to see you know maybe 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 um cruising wasn't the most positive view of the way gay life was in New York City in the 70s, but it was accurate, unlike Can't Stop the Music, which was a lie. This seems fairly accurate to what like what it might be to work on a film crew like this in Paris in 1979 and what those lifestyles might be and how you might wind up dying horrifically. And for a while, I thought it was going to be a This One Bitch movie and I was going to be really smart and look up how to say This One Bitch in French, but it turned out not to be. So I was surprised. And what I thought was interesting, at the core of this gay male porn company that's going on, it's head by it's headed by two women, two lesbian women who are in a relationship with each other. Also fascinating, this relationship, toxic as hell. Toxic as hell. I just wanted these two women to get away from each other and start to breathe and to live, but they're just so sycophantic to each other and this gross this is wonderful part where the director producer is talking to a guy who's reading her palm and her energy and saying oh you need to leave your past behind you need to let this the pain that's in your heart go free and you can see her like yes 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 and just then the girlfriend walks up behind and is like oh hey mm. and peels her put takes her away and it's just like oh kisses her for a bit and she's like oh yeah well i can't do this anymore I gotta go by i'm like no you just pulled her away <laughs> She was seeing a different way of life and you pulled her away to kiss her, lure her back in, and then walk away. I've heard other people talking about what a beautiful relationship this particular one is. And I'm like, bleh, no, it's toxic, toxic as hell. But they exist. And I want to see that. The kills are horrific. The mood is wonderful. I love that it goes to this mythical place for a while. Like, it leaves reality behind and takes you into local mythology, what's driving the story. And I bought it and it was beautiful and I cried at the end of it and I didn't expect it. And I never thought I'd ever see a movie with a gangbang in heaven being a beautiful way to end a film. But it is. It is. It is. An odd way. I also never thought I'd see a movie. Like, I knew there was gonna, it was going to be about gay porn and there was going to be a lot of softcore stuff and there'd be sexual style kills. 
okay, the first kill happened like, yes, the man was stabbed over 17 times in the rectum. And I said, well, I guess that makes sense that they called it knife plus heart because knife plus rectum. I'm not going to see that movie. But anyway, that's not the point. But anyway, no, no. But <laughs> now I'm talking about. What am I talking about? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I was, I was, I was, I was prepared for the giallo style. I was prepared for the French artistry of everything. I was prepared for the the, the weird kind of lens on 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 my world, something that I'm not particularly familiar with. But nobody predicted me. And you know how I love full chord musical numbers, right? Yeah, there's a full chord, full fully choreographed musical number in this involving a lesbian and a giant weasel. In a deadly love tryst. That happens. That happens in the movie. So be prepared for that. That happens. And it totally makes sense in context. <laughs> but you're not going to see that in an American release. <laughs> so knife plus heart. If you're adventurous, if you want to take a look at gay life and queer life through a different lens and at a different time, you know, before AIDS was upon us and everything, check it out. It's dark and beautiful in its own right and tragic, tragic, tragic. And once again, it proves that the closet is the most terrifying place to be and the deadliest. Okay, what else have we got? Uh, also on Shudder, there's a short film called The Quiet Room, which is great because it's not only queer, but it's about it's got a black queer protagonist at the head of it. And it's about this guy who attempts suicide. He winds up in the hospital and there's a demon. There's a demon who loves suicide patients. And all that demon wants to do is to take it to the quiet room and make you hers forever. And it's 25 minutes and it's gorgeous and it's scary and it feels like a full-length movie in a good way. Like the characters are so fully drawn, I could not believe that it was a short film and it was over. It was like, wow, I feel like I watched a whole movie. I'm completely satisfied. And the effects are great and there's some great gore and there's some... great non-sexual affection between gay men, which I always love, like when all of a sudden people are just affectionate and taking care of each other, when there's no sex behind it, like maybe there was sex behind it in the scene before, but right now it's just about I need to take care of you. That was beautiful that you don't get to see very often. And I thought for that alone, take my money, take all my money. But topping off the bunch is a movie called... Tigers Are Not Afraid, which is a Mexican film by Isa Lopez, director Isa Lopez, which is devastating. It's not exactly a horror movie. It's kind of, um, what's his name? It's got that Guillermo del Toro realistic meets realism meets fantasy quality where it's this horrible, horrible reality, which is real. It's about um, how drug cartels have been, you know, massacring people in cities and leaving the kids behind. And nobody's taking care of these kids. And what happens to these kids? And what happens if one of these kids that have been abandoned, who've had their parents killed or who have disappeared, what if one of them gets three wishes? How is that going to change their world? Do they, and are they really getting those three wishes? Is this really happening or is it just this grim, horrible reality? Powerful, powerful powerful stuff especially now incredible performances from very young children especially when you see that they have this adult deadness in their eyes that children shouldn't have that look that 
comes only when you've seen too much. And it broke my heart. And it broke my heart. But you need to see this movie. It is powerful. It's not a feel-good movie. Except when it is. Because that Guillermo del, Toro, Guillermo del Toro thing. Is it happening? Is it not happening? But there's beauty behind it. And there's magic. And there's wonder. And there's some really, 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 really gut-wrenching stuff. And it's fabulous. Issa Lopez is somebody to keep your eye on. And uh, I can't wait to see what she does next. Yeah. Um, I think that's about all I got for now, but I do see over here that I got a voicemail. So let's see what's going on on the voicemail line. Okay. 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 Hey, Patrick. Hey, Slim. Hey, Miss Snoochie Fang. It's zombie girl TJ from from nowhere. How are you? I just listened to your pilot episode for the Friday the 13th series. Your uncle Lewis terrible things. Yes. A series of unfortunate events. It's a long title. <laughs> anyway, I loved it, and you sent me scrambling to all of my subscription services trying to dig up this series, and guess what? You can't get it anywhere. Yes, you can. You little tease. <sighs> like, I suppose I could probably buy a used copy of the DVD set somewhere, but no, I can't see it on Amazon, and I can't see it on Hulu, and I can't see it on Netflix. <sighs> See how you are? But I still love you, and I hope you're doing fabulous. See ya. Bye. Bye. Oh, zombie girl TJ, you know how much I love you, right? You know how much I love you, right? Yeah, it's not in any of the streaming services, but I gave you a really easy link that was right there in the show notes for that episode. Because as many of you know, that the Scream Queens Horror Podcast is now also an Amazon affiliate site. So you had a link to buy the DVD complete series of Friday the 13th the series. Right there for you. Right there in your show notes. Right there on your Podathon player. Right there in the episode notes. And I'll be sending that information to you again as well as republishing it in these notes. For those of you who still want to buy the Friday the 13th DVD box set and don't know where to get it. If you're going to get it, get it through me. You're supporting the show and also every box set that you buy through the Amazon affiliate. The Scream Queen's Amazon affiliate. Comes with an extra dose of the fabulosatus. I don't even know what that means. Thank you for calling it, Zombie Girl TJ. You broke me. I'm broken. I'm broken now. Okay. All right. So that is going to sum things up for now. Like I said, this was just kind of a catch up. I fill you in on what's been going on. And like I said, it's not been good. I'm not in the best of headspace. And however, I do want to tell you that the episodes that I have process you know that i have you know gone through the recordings that i've edited and put together and put the spit and polish on for the upcoming countdown to halloween polython supporting new alternatives they're freaking fabulous all of them i mean i'm so proud of everybody that showed up and some of them some of them turning out to be a real beast to edit but that means they're only going to be that much better there's a couple that are going to kill me but god damn it you're going out to because i'm so damn proud of how they turned out just weird things like the 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 the, the sound tracks aren't lining up properly so they're like one track recorded at one speed and someone else's track recorded at a different speed so i have to keep fixing anyway it's you don't care you don't care but you know what the amount of work i'm putting into it i'm super proud of and i can't wait to get this thing started and it's going to be such a burden off my mind as you know how important this causes for me and if you don't know what i'm talking about Homelessness among the LGBT teenage population is at epidemic proportion. It has been for a really long time, and it's only getting astronomically worse, and nobody's counting anymore. 
They did a study a couple of years ago, but now the administration doesn't give a shit and nobody's studying it at all. And believe me, it's gotten so much worse than it ever was. So that is why I take October to give back. We're going to do a whole bunch of episodes. We're putting out 15 episodes in a row, counting down the days to Halloween. I know it's a weird number, but that's the number of episodes I got recorded. And I said, that's what it's going to be. Cap 15, done, beautiful, fabulous. And it'll be like a telethon, but on a podcast. You're going to gonna be giving you a special site. You can go and leave your donations. We're going to raise a ton of money and everything is going to be great. And it will be such a load off my mind once we get started. And it will be such a boost to my morale because right now I'm in the dumps. I'm not happy as you sure you can tell. I mean, I, I mean, I did this episode mostly just to get something out to you guys and just to get off my butt and just to get out of the funk that I'm in. And did I get out of it a little bit? Thank you, TJ. You made me giggle because you're so silly, such a silly lady. But yeah, so that's coming up and I'm super excited. And that is going to be starting on, oh my gosh, I'm doing math again, counting back. The Halloween Potathon will be beginning on October 17th, and you will be getting a full-length episode once a day, every day, counting down the days to Halloween, giving you multiple opportunities to open up your wallets and give, 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 and help some people less fortunate than you and make their Halloweens a little less creepy than they need to be. You know, your Halloween's supposed to be creepy, but not that creepy. You know what I mean? Anyway, if you want to reach me here at the show, you guys know how to do it. You pick up your phone and you stick your finger on those buttons, and you push on those buttons, the buttons that say 917-720-2047. Or if you're old school, you can write me at crew at screamqueens.com. And as always, that's Queens with a Z. You can find me on Facebook by doing a search on Scream Queens, where horror gets gay. I'm on Twitter at Scream Queens and on Instagram at Scream Queens Podcast. And Smoochie is growling at me, which means it's time for me to get off the damn show and go tend to what Fatty Fat needs right now. What do you need, Fatty Fat? I need shrimp. Miss Thing discovered shrimp. She's all about shrimp now. Don't even ask. I don't, I don't know. Okay, you know what? You know what? So until next time, my beautiful, beautiful screamers, there might be an episode before the episode, before the potathon kicks off. There might not be. I don't know right now. We'll find out. But anyway, until next time, my beautiful, beautiful screamers, continue to make the world a creepier place and never, ever forget the Scream Queen's golden rule that I've been touting at you year after year after year after year. Fight or flight. Survive the night. Make it to the final reel, baby. And somebody get that fat kitty some shrimp or we all gonna die. All of the music for tonight's show, unless otherwise specified, has been written by Sam Haynes. You can find all of his music at www.bandcamp.com. Bitches! <laughs> Ew.